Welcome back to another episode of the Spacemen from Pluto podcast. I'm your host for this episode, James, and joining me is... Ben. Dan. And Christian. And for this week's episode, we are going to kick it off by just revisiting the Snyder Cut of Justice League, because as you can see, Dan is now with us for this. Uh, he sadly couldn't be with us for the main review. But before we get into that, you know, please don't forget to like this video, subscribe to the channel, just you know, share us about, engage with us, because it really helps boost the algorithm. So, Dan... What did you think of Zack Snyder's Justice League? Well, um, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I think more or less. Correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a it was a bit of a strange experience for for sure. Um, I don't know. It's it it was. I couldn't decide if it was quite good or like dull. <laughs> I just I still don't quite know. <laughs> I still don't quite know what I watched. It was just a, kind it's of a bizarre lot. on several le- lessons. Yeah, it was a lot. It was almost four hours, obviously. So on that level, it was just a strange thing to go through, just sitting and watching a film for four hours. But the the aspect I was kind of most interested in going in was how they would kind of deal with it being so long. Were they going to divide things up? How is it going to be paced? And I think like they essentially divided it into episodes, right, with yeah. the parts. So I, I kind of was a little bit disappointed at that because it's a re- it's obviously a logical thing to do, but I was just hoping for something a bit more adventurous or a bit more, I don't know, different or unique, you know. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I didn't mind. I didn't mind it. It was it, it provided sort of like natural break points during the, yeah. during the film and everything. So that was fairly decent. Um, the aspect ratio is a bit strange. Um, I I I kind of like liked it. I know that it's got its critics, but I kind of thought it gave the film like quite an interesting look. Because considering it's a you know a superhero film full of CGI and action and ridiculous stuff, having that aspect ratio, even though it's like the IMAX supposedly IMAX ratio, it kind of made it look like an indie film. Yeah. So yeah. it just <laughs> yeah exactly. So it was just sort of strange in places like the Anchorman scenes uh, Anchorman Anchorman <laughs> oh my god <laughs> shit <laughs> uh, I was doing so well the um, the Aquaman scenes <laughs> yeah, it's, it, why I don't know why Ron Berg was Ron Burgundy necessary I don't know I don't know I loved it when the Justice League fought you know the Channel 4 news team <laughs> they just turned up it was a strange moment but I just went with it you know <laughs> but yeah, the Aquaman scenes um, kind of look like a weird, pretentious perfume ad in places. <laughs> uh, that that's, that slow motion sequence where it's yeah. got the music in the, the background and he, he throws yeah. the whiskey. It's yeah. like, this, this is a little bit much. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But it was just, you know, I, I appreciated the weirdness of it. Um, and the fact that obviously Zack Snyder had just been given free reign and, you know, that's what he comes up with sort of thing. <laughs> and there was also the the bit where he stood, where those uh, the girls of the village, the women of the village, come out and sing him into the ocean. And that was yeah. properly like some weird, it was like a very art house looking thing. Yeah. It was yeah. just very strange. I saw something recently mentioning that they quite like the idea because it, it's this idea of this strange man comes and visits this small village that doesn't have much outside connections. You 
probably would get an almost sort of like cult thing forming around him that follows him and worships him yeah I forgot to mention this when we did our, like, it, it was written down on my list and I completely passed it by accident. Link just to the description ma- for the... For yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just to... Ma- oh, just, I, I forgot bit to late. Ma- Sorry, we should say. Spoilers for just um, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bit late no, for that one. <laughs> ben, maybe yeah. uh, throw up, right before we go into it, a little text of spoilers cut to this time code to avoid them. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... No. Um, yeah, we don't sport fr- anything. It's fine. Yeah. We haven't sport sport the Aquaman <sighs> perfume ad isn't the spoiler. No, true. <laughs> we haven't yet. Yeah, no. yeah. We have sport that Ron Burgundy isn't in it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm probably, I'm probably going to. Me- I'll probably mention more. I'm probably yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, go on, I, I was going to say I completely forgot to mention that sort of weird introduction to. Aquaman where he wanders off into the sea and then all those women start singing and I I forgot to mention that I kind of fell about laughing when that one woman picks up his his jumper and then sniffs it and I was what why why have they got this random woman sniffing his jumper right the side I, of I will the ocean I, I will defend this woman now because <laughs> I've had this in the past where at university I acted in a film where Oh, this is really awful. I won a boxing fight and then they were like handed me the prize shorts and I grabbed them and just like held them like this and everyone in the screen was like, Why did you sniff them? I went, Oh, I didn't. I was just like the director told me to do that as if like celebrating and it looked like I was trying to sniff shorts. So I think she's just gone for intense like holding it close and maybe it looks like she sniffed. Oh them. no, she definitely went she, she, she definitely she pulls it out to her nose, <laughs> inhales, and then pulls it down and holds it to yeah, her she chest. It, man. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if Jason had... Momoa just took it off. Yeah. Exactly. If you had Jason Momoa's jumper, you'd give it a little sniff. If you've got that Momoa musk, you want a good nostril full of that. Oh. But it was weird, though, because that specific moment, I remember from the theatrical cooks, he just he takes, his, takes it off and swims away. I do remember people saying, well, he's just left his clothes. <laughs> it, it clears that plot hole. Like, where do his clothes? Well, the lady's got him. It's a strange, very strange. That whole scenes. I remember when we were watching it, I was saying to Dan, like, he better Aquaman better come back and like bring like a, a giant whale and it's some sort of like this the people think it's like a ceremonial they like they, if they don't sing he won't come back and he just cuts away and I was like oh it is pointless <laughs> it's just a, it's just they're just singing and I was like it would have been yeah. so cool if he had come back with like a, a big fish and then they yeah. kind of like praise him and then he swims away at least have some sort of like substance. Something yeah, it's the thing of like, like if chant. they sing every time he leaves, he will come back at some point. I don't know. Yeah, like some sort of like uh, like a godlike ceremonial yeah, thing, they... and it kind of just cuts away. So. <laughs> they, they they don't really explain it. It's just it's just a really weird moment, especially early on in the film. I felt like the first few scenes of that film, I was like, "Am I going to enjoy this?" And when I sort of put what, after the first hour, when it sort of started to push into the main bit of the film, I was like, "Okay, okay, this is getting more." What I thought was going to happen. Had you had you seen the theatrical, Dan? No, I hadn't seen the theatrical oh. version. So I'm kind of curious to some extent to see what the changes are, um, but not that curious. I did catch um, you the other day watching a YouTube video of lines from the theatrical. I I caught you. I, did, I noticed. Did, did you? <laughs> you were, I just I was sat on my laptop. I just glanced over and you were watching clips of theatrical dialogue. I could have sworn it. I think it was the uh, oops. I think it was the red letter media 
review that just went out. They, uh, they, they spent most of the time talking about the uh, the theatrical version. That kind of brings me on to my my sort of negative points, if you will, because uh, that reminds me of something they said in that review where. Uh, one of the criticisms was about Batman and how he didn't really have much to do in this film and he felt, you know, surrounded by these godlike characters, he felt a bit out of place because obviously he was playing the part of the leader and he brings everyone together and everything and fine, but then when it actually gets in on the battlefield, he's kind of outclassed a little bit and the part that made me laugh in the Red Letter Media Reviews and uh, Rich Evans said something like... Um, you know, we're in the middle of this ridiculous CGI fest with Batman in that car and demons chasing him and everything and explosions going off, going off everywhere. <laughs> Meanwhile, someone's being mugged in Gotham City. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Batman doesn't belong here, really. But they're just trying the best. Um, at one point, there's just a shot of him with like a laser gun shooting some flying thing. And it's more like Halo. <laughs> it's like it's like he could be the master chief yeah. <laughs> but i don't know but it was fine it was you know it is what it is it's dc's current sort of you know interpretation of that character so say what you will about it i'm not a fan personally but um but yeah i'm not a fan of dc in general um like i said it before thing... dan i'll say it again you're just reading and watching the wrong dc content then yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, I said to Ben Joran it that, like, a lot of this just seems like a sort of photocopy of Marvel. Like, like the way the characters are interpreted and the, and the plot as well. Like, those mother boxes seemed like the Infinity Stones. Even They even had different colours. The characters are sort of vaguely similar to, like, how Marvel characters have been interpreted. Yeah, I, 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 I said this. I said, uh, oh, DC must be kicking themselves now because all i keep seeing uh online concerning stuff like dark side is i keep seeing people being like oh dark side's just kind of he just kind of stands there and broods and he, he's pretty much a thanos ripoff yeah and my favorite thing about that is that dark side in the comics came before thanos oh, yeah. and yeah. marvel ripped off dark side to make yeah. thanos but i feel like because the only reason that that dc have actually even brought these characters to screen it's because they see a marketability, because they have a similarity. Whether or not they came first or not is like irrelevant. They just see in the current kind of theatrical climate, there's a similarity there, and we can make money because it. Oh, people will think, oh, that's like Thanos. Oh, that's like the Infinity Stones. Oh, Cyborg is like a bit like Iron Man. Like there's that one scene where Cyborg's basically like it's a guy in a big metal suit and he's got jets on his feet and hands <laughs> and he's like flying like at, like at. Uh, Iron Man, and it's just like, oh, right. He's got a centerpiece, a center light, like Iron Man. Yeah, exactly. There is that one. There is that one scene where we were watching, and I think it's towards the end where he's flying through the demons, and he literally holds out his arms with lasers and spins round to cut up a few of the demons. And I was like, "That's literally in Iron Man Two. Yeah, that's that shot is in Iron Man Two. Yeah, man." I do think it's mad how often that happens, what Christian mentioned before, how because Marvel did it in the films first and then DC introduced the character and goes, oh, DC ripped off Marvel. It's like, if you go back, it's like DC brought that character in way before Marvel most of the time. Not all the time, but a lot of the time. Marvel, for the comics part, ripped off DC constantly 
but DC are now just DC are just really upset and probably kicking themselves because everyone's being like, "Oh, you just you just ripping off Marvel." And it's like, no, it's just that Marvel got the the movie formula down way quicker than you have. It kind of leads into a question to ask you guys: Would you want this uh, universe to continue if this was a blinding success, highest grossing movie ever by a billion, an extra billion? Would you want this to keep going? These characters, this tone. Yes, one hundred percent. I really like the versions of them. I'm a huge fan of Ben Affleck's Batman. I think this film set things up, and then particularly comparing this to the other Justice League and seeing how much better it is, I'm like, yeah, clearly when they try and mix it about and do other things, it kind of falls apart. Let Snyder do his thing. Part of me would like to see this continue. Like, even if they let him continue it as uh, an aside thing because like marvel's about to get really really messy with you know like loki and stuff coming and it's like oh this is this is an alternate dimension loki it doesn't really mean anything to the main timeline we're just doing an alternate dimension thing if they had the snyderverse just run alongside the normal dceu i wouldn't have a problem with that if they reinstated the snyderverse i wouldn't have a problem with that because i do think it's a bit of a shame because what he sets up in this film looks interesting and the fact that they're like, oh yeah, we're not going to restate the the Marvel universe because we've got plans, and it's like, but your your plans aren't ah, good. <laughs> y- y- your plans are to do the Flash film and just reset the franchise. Speaking of which, I saw something earlier, and I don't know how official this is, so it could be complete uh, bullshit. But there's rumors circulating at the moment that Keaton might not actually be available to do the Flash film, and Bale might replace the role instead. Which oh, would be that a real shame. Yeah, Ben's just. I, I li- I'm not joking. I'll take Clooney over Bale. <laughs> What's this? I, I don't not, know. What. Not in a bad way. I just like. So to cut. We've been there, done that. I'll kind of like yeah. let's let's redeem Clooney. So to cut a long story short, Dan, the sort of I in Flashpoint the comics, he go he goes back in time. Saves his mum, creates an alternate timeline, and in oh, that there's an older, sake. more grizzled Batman who's played by Thomas Wayne. They were going to adapt that, and the idea was that we would see Keaton's Batman oh. carrying on from his universe where he's the older Batman, and where's that gone? They now might be replacing that with Bale, which I don't think works because Bale's not old enough, and those just, films just, aren't old enough just, for it to work just, as well. Just do, do Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yes. Bale, uh, Bale won't that. do it. Yeah, just do Jeffrey D. Morgan as the, the grizzled Thomas Wayne Batman and get it done with. Because um, it was one of them things when they were like, oh yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to bring back Jeffrey D. Morgan and we, we might have him play Batman. Oh, and we're going to bring Keaton back and we, we might have him play Batman. Oh, Ben Affleck's coming back to play Batman. It's like, how many Batman are going to be in this film? <laughs> I just oh, think... Chuck like, them all in! <laughs> that's what I mean. It's just, it's just that again. Isn't it? Like, I don't know what I think about that. Is it? I don't know if it's good or just really lazy. Like, they can't be bothered to think of, like, anything new or they've just run out of stories, so now they're just collectively going, let's just go back to the old films and put them into the new films. Like, literally, that's what they're doing, you know? I do I do agree with you, Dan, completely. But, <laughs> you know, Michael Keaton ain't going to be, <laughs> be around forever. And if they're... If they're Consid- if Batman they're consider films. if they're considering having Keaton come back, I now just don't care. The so thing is, why though, not? it's just <laughs> like it's just too 
kind of self-referential and like meta like this is a problem i reckon will happen with the spider spider-man supposed spider-man film with all the spider-mans in it is that like everyone's in on the joke and it's not really like a f- you're, you're like, gonna alienate your audience there's something like there's some kind of sense of the magic lost because mm. everyone's just aware that this is a film and everyone's an actor and they're all coming back to play this role and it sort of like breaks the immersion in a way. Oh, I don't know. I I like it. I I like the sort of yeah. in joke and like sort of bringing people into it. Well, bringing us into it. Yeah, but it's sort of like all the big joke though. That's the thing. And like, whereas yeah, like I'm the original, but then it kind of cheapens it. Like my worry. Like I'm not saying this will happen for sure, but I think there's a risk that it'll just cheapen everything because yeah. it's just like, oh, there's no rules anymore. We don't really care. Like we're all actors, and these characters are just daft characters and we're all just having fun and to an extent i, I can respect that because that's true but then <laughs> like if they've got to get the balance right because it could just be like it could just make it rubbish and like and this is the thing I, mean? I i trust them not to overstep the line i, I think that's why i'm not worried oh well, yeah that's the thing. it just comes down to you does it like the yeah, per, yeah. Per, each person it just makes it's just a shame because like superhero movies are pretty passive anyway because you just know they're gonna win and they're not gonna die, so it's can't, you can't fully really get in it. And then when they tell you anyway, always oh, gonna be in the sequel and so so, it's just like you can't. You just like you're not really like immersed in it. You're just letting it. You're just watching it, not just letting it happen. Do you know what I mean? It's just a bit. It's like it's like the innate problems with these superhero movies. It's just because that you just yeah. know. That's why. I would say that the Suicide Squad has more stakes, including characters like the Weasel, King Shark, and Polka Dot Man. Because mm. I, I doubt, uh, like, I'm not sure how many of those sort of, like, F-list characters. They're not even D-list. <laughs> how many characters was that? I, I heard a lot of words. The Weasel, King Shark, and yep. Polka Dot. Poke- no, King, King, King Shark is one person. King Shark is what? So you've got the weasel, you've got King Shark and the Polka Dot Man, so three. Yeah, yeah. 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 It could have been four, it could have been five. Could have been uh, one. Yeah. Could have been I, I mean, Suicide, <laughs> I think Suicide Squad has 26 characters. They're not all, like, heroes, though. Like, no, some no, of those no. Will that, be, like, that, the and Amanda I, Waller. I was going to say, some Rick of them Flag are... who people apparently give a shit about. Yes, yeah, so, some of them are apparently getting killed off, like, almost immediately. Do you think the Polka Dot Man's going to do that like in Home Alone? He's like, Polka, Polka, Polka. <laughs> that would be, like be a soundtrack cue. What's his thing? What's the Pokemon? Uh, uh, he, he throws Polka Dots. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. He throws Polka Dots? He's like from the era <laughs> of comics from like really early Batman days where yeah, they yeah. were just ridiculously stupid Oh yeah, he's a Batman stuff. villain. Yeah, so like uh, you know Adam's West Batman '60s show, yeah, he's like yeah. that kind of character, and they're gonna try and he, make him real life. So like he, he he throws explosive polka dots. Yeah, so it's like turns he's out got he's a... got PTSD from all the explosions <laughs> or something. That'll yeah, be yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Can't wait. It's gonna be wacky. Yeah, <laughs> King Shark is a giant shark. The weasel is a giant weasel. King uh, Shark. I, I know I, about. I, mean, I know about. Oh yeah, it's not King Croc. It's Killer Croc. Is yeah, it? yeah. But he's um, just a big crocodile. Yeah, similar concept. Yeah, yeah. I, um, could be brothers. Could be lovers. <gasps> they could be both. No, oh, I was going <laughs> to say that, but I thought, no, I won't. <laughs> love is love, Dan. Love is love. We got yeah. completely off tangent. Ben and Dan, do you, yeah, would yeah. you want to see Snyderverse continue? <laughs> or do you want to just sort of revert back, like carry on with what they've got so far? Not really. It's kind of, it's a, it's just very bleak and no one's got really any personality and, yeah. It's not very fun. 
Um, it's kind of weird though, isn't it, Ben? That like that like now everyone's kind of on board for like the sequel to what we've just seen with the the Martian Manhunter floating down <laughs> yeah. and saying and saying, uh, "Got that, that was, to do." It's just very. It's that was just, not a good moment. Like, it just seems a bit. It's just. I'd like, like to talk to you about the Justice League initiative. Maybe if, if he didn't bring... Not in a mean way, if he didn't bring Zack back. Because I just think he just... It's so surface level. It's like, oh, yeah. we'll, just, we'll just throw in this suit. We'll throw in this car. And we'll make it look... Because it looks it, nice. It's, it's not like anything to do with like if it's accurate and if it's portrayed well. And it's just He like, does oh. love his comic panels. Yeah, like yeah. he's literally, he's literally all, only about the image. That's yeah, actually um, it. I mean, it, 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 I I will say that I if they do carry on this, I would want them to change up the characters a bit so yeah. that it wasn't the Flash and five Batmans. Like he he <laughs> willingly chose to make that Batman Joker interaction. That's what. That's the that's the bar. <laughs> yeah, I did want to mention like, that. Like I can't like if there's a world where I can have a, another version of more Ledger versus Bale, I'll take that over that any day <laughs> yeah um, i i do think if you if i could if you could say oh pick one thing in the snyderverse tone if he's going to come back for one what are you going to have i do it just have him because it's not accurate at all just have it do an out and out nightmare mental everything's murdery just if, he, if he's gonna like because it's so half and half you can't do like a half a bit like the books but the swearing it's just so weird just go all in I I think just let him go mental with it because I don't know just because <laughs> like like if they kept if they keep the Snyderverse going it's just going to be them fighting another big grey man it's just like what might be a big grey woman no it's Dark Side isn't it no no no, no, no you no, can't no. jump straight to Dark Side he's the third yet. film like, yeah that the second you've got to have your Age of Ultron <laughs> the second film it'll be that guy who was wearing like the chainmail hood or whatever the sad just so him. that we can get to like. <laughs> The same end point. Yeah. We just get to the same. We'll we'll get to the exact same battle as we had in Infinity War, and Darkseid kind of slash Thanos will probably there will probably be a rip off of Thanos and have some depth or you know hidden kind of. Oh, is he a bit right? Oh, I don't know. That's interesting. And then his head will be chopped off. The only (laughs) the only thing I want to see from Darkseid particularly is I want to see him, hands behind his back, floating around, firing them janky lasers out of his eyes. Yeah, I'll take that. I mean, they, 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 they did it once in the beams. Snyder Cut, and that was that was a nice little tease, but I just want that. Yeah, like, if they if they just made, like, ten minutes of Henry Cavill running away from the Omega Beams, I'll, t- I'll just, like, okay, I don't, yeah, need, yeah. I don't need four hours. I'll just take, <laughs> I'll just have that. It doesn't matter, though, because, like, Sp- uh, Sp- <laughs> Spider-Man, because Superman died. And, yeah, and then he came back. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't he always really matter, does. man. It's like, oh, he died, but we'll just bring him back with a box yeah. <laughs> and have five more Superman films. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, you know, you've caught me in a cynical mood. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think the real question going forward from the Snyder Cut is, though, obviously the only reason we got this film is because there was such a huge campaign online for it. Do we think we could start seeing more of these? Do we think we're going to see a change in the sort of like landscape of film with... Studios buckling to fan pressure more. Yeah, the, yeah, the question is, <sighs> yeah. is 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 this a good thing? Have they set a precedent? Is this a good question. idea that fans can kind of tell? 
the media, movie studios almost what to do and and, and how f- the lengths that the, particularly some members of this this movement the lengths they went to and they've been rewarded for it is this really a good precedent that they have now set is the question i i think that this was like a real like while i am so while it didn't doesn't kind of bother me that it happened i think it was a real dangerous move because you've already got the fact that it's happening you've already got people calling for them to reinstate the snyderverse and warner brothers have already put their foot down and said that's that's not happening but for now that that's but now that they've said it's not happening people are just going to campaign harder david ayer has riled people up and been like come on ayer cut suicide squad i don't think that was and and, and warner brothers have been like that's not happening either but i i think we could start seeing some studios start buckling to fan pressure and doing storylines or films based purely on what fans want to see I I think this is a real outlier. I don't think this is going to be a thing that we see more of, if like much more of, if any more of, going forwards. I think this was a case of we're in the midst of a pandemic, films were getting pushed back, nothing was getting released, and nothing was getting filmed. Warner Brothers sat there and went, "What? How can we make a film without filming?" Oh, well, there's this film that we've got all the footage from, and there's a big demand for it online. Yeah, we'll roll that out because. we can. I don't think that this is going to be a thing, a new thing, going forwards. Like I was, I was thinking about this today, and of course, my background hints towards the fact that Sonic had such a, a push, and they managed to get that done, which was pre-pandemic. And the the other thing I was thinking about was, of course, Last Jedi came out, huge fan outcry about how horrible that film Wait, was. Wait, Christian, pause for the jingle. <laughs> <laughs> Everything comes back to Star Wars. <laughs> I was wondering, I, I, I've um, got notes on Star Wars. Yeah, but Rise of Skywalker is literally <laughs> just bit by bit yeah. fan service. Like they, they, they throw in everything pretty much that fans have always wanted to see which is why that film is such a mess but and they also are reversing last jedi's elements because fans moaned for years over the internet it's total pandering wait what do you want about you what do you mean it's reversing last last jedi is reversing the last jedi's moments no rise of skywalker rise of skywalker oh christian no christian said last jedi yeah, and then I said Rise of then Skywalker. Then he moved on. Oh, I missed that. Sadly, James, we are talking about um, the Rise of Skywalker again. Yeah. I think that's about no, seven I... weeks in a row now. <laughs> that is got a name It's 18 drop. weeks in a row, let's well, be honest. It still hurts. <laughs> it still hurts. No, I thought you were mentioning going to mention with Last Jedi, because obviously there is that campaign for that to be remade. Everyone didn't like that when it came out, and they went, oh, redo it, we don't like it. And they've never buckled to that. I, I think if it weren't a pandemic and there weren't already a big like online petition for Snyder Cut, we would never have got this film. But I th- I think that Rise of Skywalker was Disney buckling a little bit because like yeah, I agree. Last, Last Jedi came out and of course it was, was it Colin Trevorrow yeah. who was meant to do... Colin Trevorrow. Yeah, meant, he was meant to do Rise of Skywalker and as soon as Last Jedi got backlash, they were like, you're out. J.J. Abrams is back in. J.J., Write us a script that includes Chewbacca getting his medal, (laughs) involves Palpatine, and it involves yeah Lando's back. It involves all that stuff that about Star Wars that people love. 
But Disney, their, their media PR juggernaut, would have you believe that this is all kind of, you know, the fans may have influenced them, that, but it was their decision. And oh, they, yeah. They, and they, it's their they, vision I, for the characters, oh, and they I, have respect I think a, for the there's fans. There's a difference That's why between buckling to fans and reacting to like feedback and reviews like they didn't go oh sorry fans what do you want okay we'll give you exactly that they took a look at last jedi and went oh okay they didn't like that let's go back to what we more of what they think they will like you mean the bit like when luke caught the saber and said a jedi shouldn't throw this away or something that's directly <laughs> please taking let's not. a middle finger to the last jedi please let's not talk about 100 skywalker again <laughs> i've just had a combination <laughs> and the whole thing about snoke snoke is nobody oh no he's a guy in a jar that palv team made it's directly reversing last jedi elements that people moaned about there definitely is hundred percent. Yeah, but they I, would, I would they... argue it's more it's reactionary than it is buckling because I don't think f- fans didn't ask for what happened in Rise of Skywalker. They just went, oh well, they didn't like Last Jedi. Let's give no, them what we think they like. They demanded these answers, and I think Colin Trevorrow's original. They wouldn't have yeah. done any of this. I was going to say if if Last Jedi had have been fine, then this film wouldn't have. Yeah, it it, it wouldn't have gone on. Like if if fans hadn't have outcried so much after Last Jedi, then. They they just carried on with Colin Trevorrow. That's that's my biggest issue with this film now is like how just kind of sad it is that that's it. That is how the Skywalker <laughs> saga ends now. We can't yeah. change that until they give us the Trevorrow cut. Another kind of positive of one of the fans kind of going against one of the movies in the the Hellboy movie a couple of years ago, they cast an actor, uh, the guy in Deadpool that was the bad guy, the bald guy. Ed Scrine. Yeah, he was cast in a role where the, the comic book character was like an Asian role and the internet was like, what are you doing? This guy is Asian. You should just cast an Asian actor. And then he, from this, the guy, he left. He was like, oh, I've heard everybody. I'm going to leave the film. Then they cast uh, Daniel Day Kim oh. in the role. I was going to say, I don't remember Ed Scrime being in that film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he left and they and then they cast, uh, cool. they cast Jin from Lost. That's kind of a cool little neat... Uh, you know, because you're adapting... If he was playing that character... You're adapting this source material, and he's like of Asian descent. It's a part of his character. Maybe just cast, yeah, a famous Asian, Asian actor, yeah. and, they, and then they did. So, and so that's like, react, that's well, reacting I, to fan backlash, though, because if you don't, it will it will bite into the the yeah. profit of the film. And I think that's kind of what oh, it comes yeah, down to. After that change, that film was a real money maker. Yeah, <laughs> no, of course. But I think <laughs> ten out of ten. I think what it comes down to, though, like I said, I am in a cynical mood, and I do apologise <laughs> to people watching and listening. <laughs> but I think it just comes down to that. Yeah, they'll go the fan way. If fans have any kind of desires for a film, they'll go down that route if it's profitable. And I think yeah. the reason, at the end of the day, they made the Snyder Cut. Yeah, the pandemic definitely played a part, but they took their chance with it. They thought, right now is the time to actually appease the fans we get you know we get a bit of goodwill with the fans and we also you know make bank because people want to watch this film people want to pay for this film you know also um warner brothers had a huge investment in hbo max and they were like how can we make sure that people are subscribing to this and not netflix and amazon and disney plus i know snyder cut (laughs) i saw a news thing saying because you remember a while ago they were like, oh, we're not showing any movies in cinemas or something. They did that. 
think they've already gone back on that, didn't they? Like, they yeah, yeah. struck some deal with Cineworld, or they bought Cineworld. No, I thought the plan was always that they were going to release on HBO Max in tandem with cinemas when they could. That they, oh, they, they, they were, <laughs> yeah, they were going to release them both at the same time in cinemas and on streaming. They've now kind of gone back on that and said that cinemas will have a forty-five day exclusivity window and oh. then they'll come to HBO Max and stream and video on demand. Christ. Is it in all cinemas or just or just in Cineworld? There's something to do with Cineworld. Yeah. <laughs> well, Cineworld doesn't exist anymore. But I, th- I, Christopher, I thought I read... I've really rewritten what, history what, and I'm... not written attention. <laughs> was, I was it AMC? No, no, it, no, it's a, no, it is a Cineworld thing. Okay. Um, so apparent, apparently... Exclusive just Warner Brothers or something? I, I was going to say, apparently, if... if if that goes ahead, because uh, the first article I read said UK cinemas, the second one I said read said Cineworld. So if that goes ahead, then it means that other cinemas in the UK will not get Warner Brothers films as yeah, of 2022. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think they'd strike a deal with UK branches of a different cinema? Um, well, well, it's also an exclusivity deal, so maybe it's like other UK cinemas would get it, but only after those 45 days when it goes yeah, on to streaming. Maybe. Honestly, I think it's just a matter of time until the studios just pull the trigger and just buy out the cinema chains. I was literally yeah. about to say, it's one step away from Netflix having a cinema chain. Yeah. Yeah, when yeah. View and Odeon go, or AMC go in America, Netflix and Amazon will step in and it'll be Netflix only yeah. in, in a cinema or Amazon. It's yeah. so going to happen. I could feasibly see that as a, as a thing, though. Like, Amazon owned cinemas where you sign up for amazon prime or whatever it's called then and and you you, you sign scan up for the... your phone with your membership on your phone yeah, exactly. on your app or something like you pay an you pay an extra subscription for your month and you you're allowed for as unlimited films and you just wander in there and you just go in and scan movies. and go i in. mean i was yeah. gonna say amazon already have those stores that they're setting up that have no checkout system you literally just put yeah. stuff in a basket it, it it knows what items you put in your basket and then as you leave, it takes the money off your card. God, that's freaky, that. It's not good. Oh, it's like something out of Black Mirror. It's not. It's just an advanced shop. Let's all calm down a bit. <laughs> <laughs> what a, like, a great sort of progression that Netflix will go through from being a... send Like, you order DVDs online, they get sent to your house, to going fully online, to going back into actual physical... Like, a physical yeah. thing. <laughs> and then they'll somehow become, like, a political party or something <laughs> as well. That'll party. happen. Yeah. We will re- we will remake the rise of Skywalker. <laughs> if you vote, make Star for Wars us. great again. If you vote for us, <laughs> and then they get the power, and then they've got the nuclear codes. Brilliant. I was going to say it's like you know, it, now it's currently like in this country it's conservative or labour. In the future it'll be oh, do I want to vote Netflix or Amazon? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Netflix, <laughs> Actually, no, probably. I don't know. I can't decide. <laughs> I, it's not a choice in Labour versus Conservative. I'd, I'd vote. I'd vote Amazon. I don't know if that makes me a Tory. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm, Amazon's Amazon. colour is blue. Amazon's yeah, colour exactly, is blue. Exactly. <gasps> Sick. <laughs> Horrible. Can't believe we're getting political on this face for podcast. Oh, sorry, this don't is, get political. This is this is interesting. It's, I'm, it's I'm, a cool I mean, we're not getting too political. We're talking about if Netflix and Prime were the two political parties you had to choose <laughs> from. The Prime Party, yeah. Disney are the fascists, aren't they? So. This is what I mean. Fan backlash and like pandering to fans isn't always a bad thing. Sometimes the fans are right. 
James, I'm surprised you've not mentioned a certain film, actually, because that's a very good example of uh, backlash from fans, isn't it? Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone knows what I'm talking about, surely. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. Yeah, that's a classic. That is also that was another classic of, they were not wrong. Yeah, no, the, the fan backlash to Sonic was warranted. I, I still kind of subscribe to this whole theory of it was all one big yeah, my advertising theory. campaign. Yeah, my theory. It's I fake. Like it. <laughs> it's all fake just to get people to talk about it. The I... same way they leaked Justice League over Tom and Jerry so people would watch Tom and Jerry. <laughs> it's all it's fake. It's all a conspiracy. Man. Yeah. I still remember when we were... The truth is out there. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if it was uh, pre-planned though. I reckon it was just... I don't know what it was. Maybe they ge- like, like, genuinely did think it was... I, I think good. I think it was genuine just because the whole crunch time that they put yeah, all yeah. the animators into like it was a yeah. whole yeah. thing and it it didn't re- it wasn't a good PR move for them really one example of fan like pseudo black clash that I'm actually not a fan of that stifled a creative vision is in a well whether it was good or bad it's your opinion but like when in Prometheus when like the alien isn't in it deliberately mm. so and Ridley wanted to go a different uh, route not involving the alien people moaned about it being like oh where's the alien and then he went all right you want your alien here it is and then he had to do that alien covenant thing and yeah. uh, he, I think yeah. he even knew it. it was like this isn't good and then and then <laughs> it just it wasn't that good and it's like well that, that's what you wanted remember in prometheus how like the uh what were they called like the engineers were they called like precursors or something that what that opening scene to prometheus is like genuinely like i remember watching that for the first time and thinking what is this this is really like it's grabbed me you know because the guy it's like an intense look for those engineers and i was really interested in their sort of backstory and how did how did they get there who are they Blah, 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 blah. And Prometheus kind of like upheld that mystery a little bit for most most of it. It wasn't, you know, the, the film had a lot of problems, but I don't think the treatment of those engineers was necessarily the worst of them. But then Covenant comes along and Jesus, oh my God, like I remember seeing like it goes to a flashback or something, doesn't it? Where it shows all like a massive like crowd of these engineers and they're just blokes. They're just, they're just guys. <laughs> One of them's wearing a baseball cap. <laughs> Seriously, it's like, what are you doing? Like, you've completely ruined this. Well done. Like, just so bad. Yeah, honestly. but they, they gave us a scene that had sexual tension between Michael Fassbender and Michael Fassbender. That, to be fair, was incredible. Uh, that, is a brilliant scene. <laughs> that, that, that was pure Kino. Like, that is... We, I am happy that exists. I, <laughs> I, remember, I remember sitting in the cinema and that that scene was the moment that I completely checked out of Covenant. I was like, that was where I, I, che- got I checked in. in. Yeah, yeah, I, I was in. Oh, I'm in now. Oh, this is this is off the rails. I mean, this it, is me. I mean, it is a it is a hilarious scene and absolute props to Michael Fassbender for not only acting out that scene to the like highest of his acting abilities, but <laughs> acting out that scene to the highest of his acting abilities twice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are yeah. there any so you know we've spoken a bit about fan backlash that did happen and you know change was made are there any sort of like ideas or maybe sort of seeds of backlash that have um come about or like 
alternate versions of films that almost happen that you'd quite like to see? I want to see the original Cats that was patched. <laughs> was it that different? I thought it was just, you know, a bit of a <laughs> graphic, a slight graphical improvement. They, they had buttholes. I mean, there was a lot of weird. No. Apparently, yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, and they were patched true. out, James. It's 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 incredible. You're uh, telling me I was <laughs> robbed of seeing Idris Elba's cat ball. <laughs> what a strange, <laughs> strange, horrible <laughs> film. They were showing it at the place of your work, James, and you didn't know about it. <laughs> I just find that idea, though, that, like, the film gets released, that it comes in on a hard drive, or it comes in uh, over with the internet these days yeah. and beam directly to the projector. <laughs> there you go. Here's, here's some insider information for everyone watching and listening about how f- how we get films they're just on a hard drive <laughs> it's just yeah. a usb it's a glorified dvd player yeah. it. it's <laughs> a, like the it's just it just made me really sad the, the yeah. art, what's even worse the, is when... the art of the projection and the projectionist is so lost well it's like when yeah. you find out it's not even like someone goes on and plays them it's all an automatic system at the start yeah. of the day it gets set up and it's essentially yeah. a playlist of films that <laughs> i was gonna say runs through the day it, i was gonna say it's like 20 projectors hooked up to a single like dell laptop <laughs> it's really it's really interesting though that like because of the new projectors and the digital nature of it of the delivery of the content um you can now have a film like cats which has like uh, graphical mistakes, you know, visual effects mistakes um, that can then literally be patched out in a couple of days and they'll just upload a new version of the film to the projector and it's like, w- right, okay, where's that old version gone then? <laughs> Did it ever really yeah. exist? Kind of it, thing. It, that, that, this beautiful age of the internet where like, it's the same in games, like someone can release a broken game and then yeah. a few days later there'll be a four gigabyte patch and they'll be like, there you go, fixed it. That's it, yeah. That's it. I was going to mention that actually, like how it's becoming more and more like uh, the video game industry where films aren't quite finished. <laughs> maybe <laughs> like maybe this kind of uh, idea of like fan service will be take, taken to the extreme where it's like in a, a week later the fan the reviews <laughs> are in and they'll they'll somehow just put put it all through a computer and go here's the new scenes you wanted we'll just patch them in oh god it's a bit like <laughs> it's a bit like getting to the point of like you'd have a it's a bandersnatch where you just pick what you want yeah yeah, yeah. like do you want um Thanos to just snap at the end of Endgame and win, or do you, like do you, or do you want the the good ending or the the renegade ending or the Paragon ending? Like it's a bit like it's kind of getting there. Is it in a Simpsons episode? I feel like I've seen this concept at some point where like you're in a cinema and it gets to a certain point and it's like if you want this to happen, press your blue button. If you want this to happen, press the red button. And everyone in the cinema votes, and then the most popular vote goes forwards. It goes down that line. I feel like I've seen that in something. I think that is like a Simpsons thing or something. It like sounds that. very Simpsons. Yeah. Simpsons predicts. You know, Simpsons predicts. I was going to say that if if that actually happened, I mean, to be honest, I'd actually be kind of for that. It's interesting. It's a, you know, I wouldn't want all films to be like that, but it's a cool. Uh, I imagine. Every no, I, film. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I know films will take so long. <laughs> like if they pause every thirty seconds to have a vote. I, I know yeah. that they, uh, they they did a similar thing with the Telltale games a while ago. They updated all the Telltale games so that you could um, have uh, a party watch of the ah, Telltale games like where up to six people hook up their phones and every time an option comes up, you all vote on what option you want to see and the most popular vote continues the story. 
okay. That's a cool idea. Yeah. So I reckon we could start seeing that with films as That's well. That's more like a theme park ride, though, again. Yeah. The idea of a film being a theme it's park ride. Yeah, 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 yeah. One sort of like alternate version of a film, I, I don't know if I'd want to see because the version we got was genuinely really good. And I think I've mentioned it on previous podcasts. I'm still quite interested to see what Edgar Wright would have done with Ant-Man. Being one of my, if not my number one favourite director with my favourite series, I'd be very interested to see what those two look like when you mesh them together. I think with his sort of fondness for extreme close-ups, there's some really cool stuff you can do with a a hero that shrinks down so small. Just a bit of style on on one of the Marvel films I think would be very interesting to see. There's been no backlash and demand for it so let's start it right here right now <laughs> hashtag the... <laughs> give us the right cut give us the edgar right cut yeah <laughs> there's, there's one that is happening that i am very happy about i don't think it's relevant at all but there is going to be a director's cut of rocky four from stallone himself <laughs> yeah and he's taking he's taking the robot out no, there's a robot in Rocky Four. More robot, yeah. There's a nah, robot. He's, taking the, he's gone on record what? and he yeah, said, "I'm taking the robot out. out." Yeah, bit of a shame. That. I think he might be. I don't know if he's going to add more, or have less montages as well. It's just I one think. big montage. <laughs> yeah. Well, just the, the, three the hours of him running up the Philadelphia. The steps. theatrical <laughs> cut kind of is one big montage. James. Um, I haven't seen that before. What? Oh, I, thought you, I thought you knew that, Ben. I, I well, that. I just, I well, it doesn't matter because in general we're going to go through all of them anyway, so <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, there's one I generally would really kind of love. It's quite Snyder cuttery. Um, the Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> that I'm, is I'm going on board. to walk out. I'm on board. <laughs> was go not on. originally meant to be the Emperor's New Groove. So it was originally going to be called Kingdom of the Sun. And it was like a whole, a little bit different. It was going off like things like the Lion King and more like going off that kind of Shakespearean style. They were going to do more like a Prince and the Pauper tale. And they had this stuff written and it was going to be the Prince or the Emperor, David Spade, was going to switch roles with a pauper that looks just like him, played and recorded voice, I think, by Owen Wilson. And they even okay. had Sting come in to do the Elton John style soundtrack for it, like The Lion King. Sting? Yeah. But I think he actually recorded <laughs> stuff and they got like this far along and stuff. I think he then gets turned into the llama by uh, Yzma. And then because I think there was various reasons why. I can't quite remember. I, got, I had it written down, but I've lost it. Um, probably because of, I think it was some other films like Pocahontas didn't do as well. They just scrapped the whole thing and like rewrote it and started like again and you know brought in patcher john goodman and stuff like that so there is and i think they even made, i haven't watched it there's like a documentary about this like a fan-made thing and so there is kind of like a snyder cut version sat on a shelf where you could just like snyder cut put in 70 million just reanimate it or newly animate it get the cast back like snyder cut bring it all back and Sting's music's probably still there. I don't think his music's in the original. I don't recall. Maybe Not in the I credits. Remember. I don't recall uh, a Sting, don't, a Sting song. So. Yeah, like, so I thought, oh, that's, I'd actually be quite, kind of quite interested in, because I love Empress New Groove. It's one of my childhood yeah, favourites. You know, is it times? <laughs> is it trash? I don't know. So, you know, that'd be what like I'd actually not... be really excited for. I'd love that. I f- I feel like we see that a little bit, like, it's not uncommon, particularly with Disney's animated films, that 
when you look at like early development that they were completely different um there's a i tell you what another speaking of disney and alternate versions i would be quite interested i don't think it'd be as good but i would still be interested to see the other version of toy story 3 we almost got when there was all that whole issues with pixar split off from disney or they pixar there were some arguments with contracts and stuff between disney and pixar so disney went ah, uh, screw you, we're going to make this other animation studio. I can't remember what it was called. And they wrote storyboards. They had whole plans. There's concept art for this third Toy Story 3 film. And then it was a thing of like, they, uh, I think the employees came in one day and Disney just went, uh, yeah, we're actually going back to Pixar. You're all fired. We'll uh, see you later. And yeah. just used, and like there's certain things that have made it into the final version of Toy Story 3. So I think the original plan was to have it was that Buzz was malfunctioning, so he got shipped back to uh, Japan to get him fixed. And then it turns out they're not fixing the toys, they're just sending new ones. So they all the other toys go to Japan and try and save him. So you have certain things that got brought into it. So obviously the whole having to fix Buzz and then he malfunctions and becomes Spanish. The idea of them being in jail at one point and... I think this other version had the Lotso Hugging Bear type character where you think he's a nice old guy and then he's the villain kind of thing. Right. I, just, I had no idea about any of that. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's videos out there and loads of concept art of it. It's it's it, just it, interesting. I don't think it would be as good because Toy Story three is just perfect. Yeah, I I watched Toy Story three a few times. Yeah, I didn't really I didn't good. know that they'd because um, I I know that Disney have obviously changed a few films because apparently the um, the entire sort of second half of Lilo and Stitch was originally completely different. Um. And I know that they changed certain sequences because of what happened with the Twin Towers. There's an entire sequence where they were at the end of the f- film, they were meant to be flying a Boeing plane and it was meant to skid along the side of a building. And then in the final edit, they're flying an alien spaceship and it skids along the side of a mountain. Oh. Um, but I, I know the that they originally wrote an entirely different, like more downbeat ending to the end of Lilo and Stitch that didn't leave it open for sequels, but Disney saw potential in it and well, like, no, 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 sequelize it. <laughs> All right. I bet I haven't, um, I haven't watched it, but I bet I'd love to watch it. That apparently there's like loads of footage. The, the original cut of the thin red line, this world war two, Terrence Malick. War oh, yeah, movie. Yeah. The original cut was like five hours long. I've got it written. Oh, that, um, so, so much was cut that people like Bill Pullman, Mickey Rourke, Vigo Mortensen and Gary Oldman were cut completely. And They're pe- big names to cut completely yeah. out of a and film. Ro- and people such as John Travolta, George Clooney and Adrian Brody were reduced to near cameos in the film because so much got I, cut. I, I, I'm pretty sure George Clooney, and if you look on the IMDb page, I, there, there's there's like a couple big names, and I'm, I'm pretty sure George Clooney's one of them where it says in brackets next to his name, uncredited. Yeah, right. Because it's just they're just barely in because it he now. doesn't say anything. Huh. So like, there's this this fat five hour war movie <laughs> epic that I'd be quite interested to watch um, sitting on a shelf. It'll all yeah. come out eventually. Like this this stuff, I reckon it'll all come out because like because it started we've started to set a precedent, haven't we? That yeah. that kind of stuff is viable and people people will be interested in it. I reckon. I reckon. I, I don't think to out. the level of Snyder cut. They no. I, I don't think they'd go away, create a whole new version, refilm scenes, touch up CGI. But they might just go look. Here's the footage that we have. Yeah. Like we're not going to do SFX and all that stuff on it. I, it depends how fast you can do the SFX, I suppose. Well, the thing is, if they put the footage out online, people will just do it. People yeah, will yeah. make it at home. 
time. You've seen some of the like where people fix the original Justice League. They're like, right, the um, the Superman mustache stuff looks janky. The Luke Skywalker face swap in Mandarin looks janky. So people just Someone at home it. touched it up. People, yeah. if they released the footage, people would make these films. This might be, yeah. isn't it? Like a, f- a few days after uh, the Sky uh, Mandalorian episode with Luke Skywalker, people had fixed it. Made it and better. It's like, what? It is, it is annoying. It's a, <laughs> yeah. that's annoying that Disney could just. Do but do you think? Do you think it's an part. element of it's like you know one person has to go right? I'm just going to sit down and fix this very small scene, and that's it. They're not having to work on a whole show, and it's not like no true. Right, yeah. okay, so I've got to do this Luke Skywalker face. And all these other special effects, like Although, it was to, one to, person's one singular objective. To I be think fair, that though, that that you know, like that scene should be treated in a vacuum anyway, because it's so kind of important that you you just think, right, you let's get someone who's, it, let's it, just it, get like a team on this that are ultra focused on yeah, getting it, it right. It should have been better. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't I'm, terrible, I'm not, but it I'm wasn't not saying it was, it was fine. It was terrible. Um, Christian, I, what did you want to say? You want I was going to say I've got a couple, and I've I've got a couple that. I'm going to throw out there just to very quickly wind up Dan because I'm, I'm oh. sorry. I, I didn't know you were in a cynical mood when I wrote I, was, I think that's fine. He's really mellow and calm. I, right I was going to say he's really mellow and calm. <laughs> Where's no, he I, got I, in a cynical I, mood? I, <laughs> Where's this happy-go-lucky Dan that I, I don't, over a new leaf. I don't know about? When, <laughs> turned when it back is over, that? apparently. But the, the real one I want to get to is the original cut of the 2011 the thing oh cool with the practical effects they exactly they, they basically the 2011 film the thing is not a remake of the thing it is a prequel to the thing that's also called the thing yeah it's really good that is a um, really good idea and <laughs> yeah it's very confusing but it's based uh, i mean we're, we're also living in a world where the sequel the, the now canonized sequel to halloween is called halloween so um one word film titles really irk me because <laughs> particularly when you call it it or thing it makes it so hard no it's to, like, the thing talk about it nah it's thing it's definitely not but uh, <laughs> <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> but it's um, like people rarely say the thing everyone's always like john carpenter's the thing because just saying the thing is too ambiguous it's because it's um in the film isn't it? he put he puts his name on it as well though yeah, yeah it's yeah. like you have to say stephen king's it yeah, yeah. This is such a small thing that really isn't that much of an issue. But <laughs> just the psycho but, really bother you. Yeah, like The Shining. I don't know. When I say in general, it's make, it basically just Predator. Does that really annoy you? <laughs> no, because Pris- I feel Prisoners, Interstellar, <laughs> Inception, <laughs> wow, Batman, Iron Man, <laughs> Thor. <laughs> 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 James like leaves the call. He's, having a break. He's like ripping his posters down. DVDs are sky everywhere. But yeah, I I really I really want to see the original version of the 2011 The Thing because basically what happened was they they were big fans of like the John Carpenter The Thing and basically did a prequel and they they absolutely sort of nailed some of the like continuity of how stuff went down in the norwegian base because mm. f- for people who haven't seen the thing it starts on the american base with the norwegians turning up shooting at a dog that 
uh, shooting at a dog, and not a lot of it is not a lot is explained because they're just screaming in Norwegian. The the prequel shows what happens at the Norwegian base that they do visit through throughout John Carpenter's thing, and it shows you like how the axe gets in the door, how certain people die, and they pretty much nail it. The problem was that the original cut has all of it done with completely practical effects, like the 1980s like original film it's based like on behind the scenes footage you can see yeah, yeah. it all as well and they really paid attention to the practical effects and recreating John Carpenter's sort of vision to do a prequel the studio then watched the film and went we don't think people are going to like this because it looks cheap and naff and nasty so we're going <laughs> to get someone to cover it up entirely with CGI yeah it's crazy man. so they completely overly CGI the film and it ended up being a hot mess that is hated by people who hadn't seen the original and have I think like literally as well they they just took literally the, they didn't like change the designs or anything they just took no. the same thing like they took James and they just CGI'd him like that's just what <laughs> yeah, they yeah. did the exact, was, like one to one scale. <laughs> yeah, they, they 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 had they had designs for the the thing in certain scenes. You know, like in the original, they had like a, the, the, it was basically them just taking the spider head and being like, oh, the spider head looks janky in practical effects. Let's just CGI exactly the same sequence. And it's like just leave it alone. Well, no, no, because no, the really bizarre thing is they've got the framework for the perfect combination of filmmaking where it isn't all of either one you've got good practical effects now just touch them up with mm. cgi because yeah, that's, say- that's where you get your best results from is the, ta- yeah. the two working in tandem it's very odd choice to say we'll do all cgi yeah they, they just completely replace that there's barely a remnant of a practical effect left especially bizarre. when you look at it and it's not even like re- like I'm, you don't you would it's obviously fake and doesn't look yeah. that good. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure there's even a point in the film where a character gets like his his throat slit, and in the version that's out there, they they literally do like CGI blood spray, and it's like why they had practical. It's like it's just this, it's so weird, like just the extra money going for this kind of the same result. You spend yeah. a lot of money to ruin your film. Yeah, yeah. very. Well, it's Justice League. It all comes back to Justice League. Like it's very strange some of the choices made in these in these. It's just like these movie execs, man. They don't know what they're doing. Christian, would you like to watch the 300 cut, but it's take the, all the inaccurate bits are cut out? So you'd be like, what, two minutes? Of it's just a TikTok. While I was searching today, because um, for those who don't know, because um, I mentioned this before the podcast, but uh, was it you that mentioned it, James, that... Uh, Snyder cut is literally it's it's got 24 minutes of uh, CG uh, it's got 24 minutes of slow mo meaning that 10% of that movie is in slow motion and I went back and did the same with 300 and figured out that 12% of 300 <laughs> is in slow motion based on its runtime um and I found uh, there's there is a fan edit of 300 online where someone has redone the entire film but taken out every single bit of slow motion i'd be curious <laughs> to see how much of Watchmen's slow motion as well there's quite a bit of that slow yeah the whole the whole beginnings in slow motion <laughs> yeah. i think the whole opening inciting yeah. scene slow motion so, so talking I... to, to, sorry talking to Watchmen, 
I do a recut where it's the giant squid. <laughs> I want the squid. The fans are ready for that now, I think. You know, fans are ready to see. We're all ready squid. for the squid. <laughs> well, hey, watch the show. Maybe you might get a bit of squid. Don't know. <gasps> maybe, maybe not. You have to check the show out, and um, then then we can talk about it for a video. That would be amazing. <laughs> Shall we move on to our little final section? Have a little debrief and discuss what have we been watching this week, and what would we recommend? I started watching this week a new TV show. Uh, little one. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I'm only about six episodes in, but I'm really into. The X-Files. No, my God. I finally started it, and I am so about it. I'm loving it. Oh, thank God for that. Oh, thank God. It's like, like like when you were saying, Ben, like it's almost like it was written for me. It's so good. I'm loving the Monster of the Week thing. I like the very 90s feel of it. I like the sort of mystery and investigation as you go to, and then it's got a supernatural element on top for me. I'm loving it. I'm all about it. Don't they like? Well, we can talk about it in detail, but like they nail it in the first episode. The yeah. dynamic, the tone, the characters of Mulder and Scully—they've nailed it out the gate. Yeah, and it's because sometimes like Star Trek, like it takes a while for them to kind of find their feet in the character dynamics and stuff. But this one, they've just smashed it. It's a great leading, to be fair, because down the line, James, you'll definitely be exposed to Twin Peaks. This is quite a, an ease an ease way into Twin Peaks, because okay. um, it's very much the same era, same pseudo kind of world and the tone. The music's quite similar. Cast members from Twin Peaks pop up. We had a mad cast member show up the other week, didn't we, Dan? Don't want to spoil oh, yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, Somebody we turned it. up for Twin Peaks. Not the same characters, but yeah, somebody yeah. turned up. David Duchovny's in Twin Peaks, not to spoil things, mm. but David Duchovny's in it. Yeah. And some people turned up and we lost it when somebody turned <laughs> up the other, the other yeah, week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, now that was a great moment, yeah, and a, a obvious, obvious nod as well, which is so so, obvious, so, like yeah. all, all all the Twin Peaks people who do turn up, it's quite obvious that it's an intentional casting decision. Um, yeah, there was an episode set in the um, Pacific Northwest, which is Twin Peaks country, like Washington yeah. State, and there there is a there is a character in that without saying too much, who was in Twin Peaks and is basically essentially reprising his role in all but name. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, oh, I'm so glad you're enjoying what, it, though. What, yeah, what have you watched? I might cut this bit, but what have you seen? Um, I think about seven episodes. I think the last episode I watched was the AI. Uh, <laughs> I, might, I might have watched one. Hang on, I'll look on IMDb. I might have, have watched, watched one Have you watched... Have you seen... Have you met Victor Toomes? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yellow. That's the second. That's like the third episode. The guy with the yellow eyes. Favorite episode so far. Ah, uh, cool, cool. I think because episode it. episode eight, I think it's called Ice. That's one I'm really big fan of. Uh, uh, I think it was episode thirteen or fourteen. Beyond, Beyond the sea. sea. Ice is my next one. I, oh, I, is I, it? I watch Ghost in the Machine, which was the AI one, and then the next one is Ice. Uh, I don't well, want, don't want to hype you too much, but I no, personally no, no. really like uh, that episode. Well, we, we, we said uh, at the time it was like it felt like the show took a, like stepped up a gear, didn't Beyond it? Beyond like, okay, that. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. So um, I'm interested in any thoughts on that for sure. One of the things I like about it is I think it was maybe the first two episodes were both aliens and abductions. I was like, oh, is it all going to be this? I don't know if like if it's always just, oh, and it's aliens it and we don't strong, really yeah. see. Is it going to be a bit 
yeah one note and then the third one they go more like a supernatural sort of creature thing i was like oh, okay and then they're doing like ai monsters yeah. AI. Totally it's got some variety and i'm, I'm yeah. just really enjoying it it's yeah. everything yeah. Sometimes for the sometimes mostly for the better, sometimes for the worse. Some of the stuff they go <laughs> but they into. Tr- they try it though. That's they, the yeah, thing. Yeah. At least with some of the episodes that are less good, it still has a setup and payoff, and it's structured well. It's just the actual idea isn't the best idea. So what can you? What can <laughs> yeah. you do? At yeah. least Mulder and Scully are good, regardless. So far, anyway, and yeah. at least you can have fun with the lesser good episodes because you know one or two episodes later you will get a really good one again. So it's not like. But even the lesser good ones, Dan, aren't like. No, they're still the, good. The, fun some of them watch. are the most memorable episodes. <laughs> yeah, so we far. watched one. We, in fact, the one after Beyond the Sea, we watched, and yeah, I don't want to speak much about it, but oh my god, I think it got the, be- <laughs> the best reaction from me and Ben. How far <laughs> in are you? <laughs> we're like um, we're twenty, like twenty-one in. Yeah, in yeah, season one. Like, yeah, 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 I can absolutely catch up with yeah, that. Yeah, we're going really slowly. We're going really it's, slowly. It's uh, yeah, it's it's just. The, the show that's next on my list. So. Get started now, Christian. I was going to we'll say, be, I'll, we'll I'll, I'll probably it. end up starting this week. Yeah, um, man. Because the rate you go, Christian, you'll, be, you'll finish half the show in, <laughs> by the end of the week. It's oh, 64 yeah, yeah. Transformers episodes it's, in a day. For a 40-minute show, it's a surprisingly easy watch. Yeah. Yeah. Is it only 40-minute episodes as well? 40, yeah, 45, they're, they're, yeah. They're paced really well. They're really well structured. Yeah, I, I think because they have to write to the advert. It's yeah. this great 15-minute chunks if, if i if i can smash out an entire season of black sails in a day <laughs> then... oh, well, but that that annoyed me though but yes that you can <laughs> smash out x files like sometimes yeah. when something's like a bit old and a bit dated i'm like oh because it's a bit off like i think when i tried to watch buffy at one point it was like oh this is so 90s it's a bit jarring i'm loving it <laughs> i love the 90s feel to this with all yeah, their like so classic suits it? and all that yeah. it's brilliant the big coats the sword, yeah. shoulder pads it's so the, fashion, the charm man. of it I think, it's hel- I think it's helped because it's filmed in, uh, uh, it's filmed on film, yeah. so they can make it widescreen. It's widescreen. Yeah. And yeah. just as well, before Dan speaks, uh, they apparently they redid the special effects a little bit. They touched them up a bit as well, okay. James, just to help a bit with the, the revamp. Uh, yeah. No, I was going to say also, Gillian Anderson cut this, but Gillian Anderson is sometimes so attractive and it actually puts me in a bad mood. <laughs> yeah, I will never me. attain that. When, uh, when she wears them glasses, you can't handle it, can you, Dan? Yeah, I did get the sense that there has been like a sort of remaster with it, though. That I'm not watching the original; they have sort of revamped and polished it a bit, which I appreciate as a new viewer in 2021. It looks, it looks really good. Yeah. If they can do it, then then do it. It's a shame. I think um, Star Trek isn't. It's still four by mm. three, which is a bit of a shame. Am I the only one who gets kind of young Harrison Ford vibes from David Duchovny? Yeah, actually, a little bit in looks, and then when he speaks, I'm like, I feel like there's a, there's every now and then I'm like, oh, it sounds a bit like he's got a Indiana he's got Jones. the charm, the wink, the smile, yeah, the slight the sort of like he's not doing <laughs> much with his face, but Hayden. it's kind of still there. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would absolutely recommend X Files. Anyone who's a bit of a supernatural fan, you just want a new show that you can just whack on, have some bit of mystery and intrigue to it, <laughs> go for it. And definitely we will we when we've all finished if Christian decides to watch it as well, we'll wait. We'll do a big season one. I, I, it's definitely special. on my list. We're gonna we're gonna do a big special chat about our kind of favourites. Um definitely. Oh, I definitely won't be cutting this bit <laughs> <laughs> this section because the X Files so but yeah uh once again thank you all for listening and watching don't forget to like this video subscribe to the channel comment down below you know again there's another chance here to let us know what you thought of snyder cut let us know what other cuts you'd like to see and hopefully yeah go check out the x-files because even though i'm so early days it's really freaking good on amazon prime 
Can I just say on Disney, Disney Plus? Plus. Can Jeez. I just say? Can I just say? We've forgotten to mention something that we said we would mention. Oh yeah. We got to our hundred subscribers. We did. Oh, we, we did. did. Thank you, thank you to all one hundred and four of you so far. We do really appreciate all of it. Yeah, it's really, it's very, yeah. very yeah, cool. Yeah. It it's just... a little milestone, isn't it? Yeah. I, I think we just wanted to mention it because we do appreciate all 104 of you. Mm, Maybe yeah. there'll be more of you who join the club by the time this comes Maybe. out. Who knows? Hopefully it's so. Just a fun little thing to keep us not going insane during a pandemic because <laughs> we're not working. It's yeah. kind of become a little bit of a thing, yeah, so it's man. quite nice. It's, it's schedule. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like and subscribe. Yeah, <laughs> share with <I>, friends. Watch <laughs> the video. Yeah. No, it's it's great that we've grown, and it's great that we've grown so fast. Because I feel like I don't see other people hitting. Like there's there's other channels out there that have, are like years old, where people are still putting out videos that still haven't hit a hundred subscribers. So it's like okay. really great that we have hit. 100 sure. subscribers before we've even hit 20 podcast episodes and also we, cool. um, we we uh cut this last time i did mention it so maybe keep it in this time <laughs> but um i mentioned that uh obviously we've got to 100 subscribers and it's just zoom calls so far pretty much everything is based on a zoom call yeah. so i think you know it's good that we've got to this level so far but the future yeah is um, hopefully gonna change. Be, the, the channel will change. We've got big plans. <laughs> we've got plans. Yeah. Essentially, we're gonna all be well. When we're allowed, we'll all be in the same room like Obviously we originally learn, intended. Yeah. Yeah. The first 1080p video is gonna be horrible. We're all, all the, we're gonna see all the horrible detail of our faces, and <laughs> yes. this is gonna be horrible. What we actually look like. Yeah, <laughs> if, if this is what I look like in like 240p. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, that's I'm it. Not... We all just retain our. This is, this is, this is our real <laughs> life is resolution. Yeah, we're, we're, we're filming in 144p. There's no way we're doing 4k. <laughs> it's, gonna look, it's, gonna look, it's gonna be weird. Yeah, it's gonna be weird, but very exciting. But maybe, like you know, I, I know some of uh, some of you listening and watching actually like the Zoom calls to some extent and want them to say. So, I mean. We will probably keep that around as well. Who knows? Who knows? Basically, oh my light just changed. <laughs> oh, it's finally fixed itself. <laughs> right as we finish, that's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, well, knows? thank you for all your support so far. I know we're only in days, but we've got big plans going forwards, and hopefully you'll stick with us. So yeah, like, subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. See ya.